The following is a fourth hand production. 2 episode 4 entitled The Un-Underground Movie. If you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before we continue. You don't have to, but it might make a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and Amazon Prime. Awesome! Heck yeah, I didn't screw it up that time. No, you didn't. Much <laughs> better, much yeah. better. I think the next time you re- your host, you're going to fucking nail it. I'm going to have that shit memorized. Right? Probably not. So this is a very <laughs> special episode, Jimmy Klein. It is. It is. This is the first time in this show's history yeah. that you and I are in the same room. That's right. No Virginia, Florida crap on this episode. No. Mm-mm. I am actually in Florida for a few days, sitting right here in your living room. Heck yeah. I'm actually here. That's crazy. <laughs> um, For... You morons who didn't know, <laughs> I'm actually from here, but I had to move up to Virginia for the past year or so, and uh, I'm only back here for a few days, but then going back to Virginia, but then moving back permanently in about a month. Boom. So, boom. Then you'll have more of these in the same room. That's right. We That's can do things great. like, hey, Jimmy, look at this. I'm holding exactly, it Exactly, yeah. How many fingers am I holding up, Tag? <laughs> Well, I guess we could have done that before because we were like, that's true, we were, or whatever. But yeah, we were FaceTiming. Yeah. <laughs> it's but still, not the same. I could actually touch you like this. Does that feel ooh, good? Ooh, ooh, not there. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're acting like Sorry, I should teenagers do above that found the t- <laughs> Should do above the table touching. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have made that rule. <laughs> <sighs> so, how was your trip down? Oh my God! So the we I drove here, me and my thirteen-year-old son. So right. everybody thought I was crazy. Like you should just fly, and I was like, No, I'll drive. It's cool. Like my arms can't last that long. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we just drove straight through. I left. <clears throat> excuse me. I left uh, Virginia at eight o'clock at night on what is today? Today Sunday. is Sunday. Yeah. So I left. Um, Saturday night, yeah, Saturday night, 8 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and then arrived here at my destination on Sunday around 10, 10.15-ish. There you go. A.M. It's not too bad. So, oh, God, it just, it's just long enough to piss you off. Like, <laughs> I was, like, looking and then seeing how much time I left, and I was like, I was like, damn it, like, you kidding me? Like, oh, my God, I just wanted to stop and just... The beauty is, I only have a few days here, and then I get to turn around and do it again. There you go. Did you reach that point where you didn't, where you were tired of listening to stuff on the radio? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I get to well, that point too. Well, here, here's the problem. So I have my son with me, but he, and I my go to my default setting on music is like metal and like modern right. rock and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, I love other genres of music, but my son hates metal. Like has, <laughs> has nothing to do with it. And so every time we're in the car together, if I get a chance to play something, it's always like '80s because he can tolerate okay. that, and he likes some of the '80s stuff. Right. So I listen to. I have my on Spotify my. My quote rad '80s mix that I titled mm-hmm. it, and uh, so I play that all the whole time. There's tons of songs on there, so you hardly ever hear a repeat. But right. I just get so tired of it. And I just, <laughs> for a while, I would just shut the radio off and just drive in silence for a good like half hour, and then just be like, "All right, I need something." <laughs> and, then, hmm. and I can't listen to any of my podcasts because there's a lot. Most of mine are explicit, which whatever. He's 13, but still, he just has zero interest in. Would just be like, All right. I mean. Have you thought about trying to find a podcast that you both like? We've tried it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we used to listen to kids and adults alike, but yeah, yeah. they just stopped making them. So That's weird. <laughs> Probably just lazy. What about uh, Rhett and Link? We did that a while back when they were... Um, <clears throat> yeah, we listened to a few episodes of yeah. a while back, Ear Biscuits. Oh, yeah, way a long time ago, yeah. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I've just got to the point where um, I let Caitlin... Um, watch movies that are have explicit language in it. Mm-hmm. And I just now got to the point where she, she and she a lot of times she doesn't really care for it. She doesn't like it. Like we were watching uh, The Martian, which is a great mm-hmm. movie, real science in it. It's an awesome movie. And there's one shot where it shows his butt, and it's a butt. I mean, you know what I mean. And, but she still covered <laughs> her eyes. She didn't want to see it and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I don't care about language as long as it's not like crazy hardcore language mm-hmm. and. If there's like sexual content, then that's a little bit. It's of like an Jake issue, but. won't hear it. Jake, if they, oh, <clears throat> this is PG thirteen, no, it's okay. I'm gonna go in my room. Like he's like that. <laughs> in front of you. In front of me, yeah. He's probably looking at porn in his room, right? right now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when okay. we come back, uh, we are gonna listen to season two, episode four of the Underground. We're going to listen to Underground. Well, we're going to hear... We're going to talk about it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hear you talking about it, and you're going to hear me talk about it. That's true, yeah. And our listeners will listen to us. Yes. That's what we're going to do. Okay. All right, later. Are you easily offended? Because if you are, you should probably stop listening to it. Are you interested in the bizarre and unusual? Are you fascinated by the grisly sides of life? Are you the one that people call weirdo? Well then, you should get hip to Strange Brew Podcast, a podcast with a bunch of crazy Canucks. Tune in every week with Strange Brew's host, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And Billy Kirby, along with many different guests. As we drink booze and we discuss anything strange and paranormal, from serial killers to aliens and all of the above. So crack those beers and toss on those tinfoil hats because because it's it's about about to get strange. We are back. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have The Brady Bunch, season two, episode four, entitled The Un Underground Movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Facts about this episode. It first aired on October 16th, 1970. Mm. It was written by our good boy Sherwood Shorts and Sherwood Schwartz mm-hmm. and Albert E. Lewin. It's mm. a weird name. Mm-hmm. Um, it was directed by Jack Arnold, which both me and Tech agreed that name sounds familiar. Can't think of where we I told have you. It. That's the name of Kevin um, Arnold's dad in the Wonder Years is Jack Arnold. <laughs> now, right. I don't think that's where we're like, that sounds familiar. No. It does sound familiar in this context. As right. I, he may have directed other episodes. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. We fade in. All right. Season one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, scene one. Uh-huh. We open to see Bobby and Cindy swinging on the swing and Carol watching and Mike videotaping. I'm sorry, taking a video. We pan out to see Greg riding up on a bicycle. Greg gets off his bike and is greeted by Carol, Cindy, and Mike, who is still taking video. Mm-hmm. Greg begins telling them about his new history teacher that they wouldn't believe and how she wants him to be more creative. Mm-hmm. They, are su- they are supposed to study the early colonies and think of an interesting way to tell about it. One kid is going to write a play and the other kid is going to build a model. Carol thinks it's groovy, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was really strange hearing her say that. Cool. Um, when Mike <laughs> when Mike asks what Greg is going to do, Greg says that he wants to use Mike's camera to make a movie about the pilgrims. Carol thinks it's a great idea. It was kind of funny in the beginning, like, because Mike was, you kept saying, like, shooting video or whatever. Or taking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, back then he was actually filming, you know. Yeah, that's true, so, yeah. Anyway, so Mike's like filming like Bobby and Cindy on the swings and Carol's just like, whoa, like kind of being like this, you know, helicopter mom, you know, and she's like, that's high enough. That's too high. And it wasn't even that high. You know? No, it wasn't. Like, no. no. And, I don't know. and I thought it was funny. Like there was some, in my opinion, kind of bad improv going on um, yeah. because Greg pulls up. Greg, Hi. <laughs> Greg rides up on his bike and gets off. And Carol's like, hey, Greg, how's it going? It's like, no mom would greet their kid that way, especially coming home from school. You know what I mean? Like, I was waiting so perfect, hoping like your daughter would come out of the bedroom just now and he'd be like, uh, hey, Caitlin, how are you? Hey, Caitlin, how's it going? Damn, I apologize. That's my cat meowing. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, that's, it's all you can always pick out their little improv moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah, pretty, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some... Sometimes it's done really well and it's perfect. Other times it's just terrible. Yeah. Um, do you think the do you th- well first of all do you think Mike was actually taking video, <laughs> uh, shooting film? Well, first of all, let's talk about the camera. So right. that is an old school Super Eight yeah. film camera. Um, I used to have an old Super Eight long mm-hmm. time, but not that model. That yeah. model was a little looks a little newer and a little bit better. Now I do mention below later, like like. Because it looked like when he was shooting the film later, that I thought it was going to be audio. I'm like, that camera doesn't shoot audio. How is he recording audio? Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. then later we turned out that there is no audio. Yeah, because everybody's saying lines and stuff. As yeah, if yeah. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like old silent film stuff. Um, and one thing I was disappointed about, which I talked about later, but is when they show you see the footage. Like I really mm-hmm. wish that would have been like real Super 8 footage, but yeah. it wasn't. It was like. I assume they shot in 35 millimeter the regular yeah, show, yeah, yeah. probably. I don't know. They probably shot it with the same cameras they use for the TV yeah. or for the show itself. Yeah, that's what you I'm saying. I mean? yeah. mm-hmm. Like probably 35 millimeter or whatever mm-hmm. they use for the show. But I really wish they would have just... They already had the camera, and I'm sure back then the film was super... It was just cartridges all you bought with like mm-hmm. a super cartridge. And Kodak made them. They were everywhere. You know. Well, so. they may not... I don't know what the turnaround time was for getting those developed. So they may just simply not have had the time. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, but, they had developed the TV show films. That's so. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Greg pulls up and he says, uh, um, "Carol is somehow convinced that this is a good teacher because he's doing a project." Yeah, which I imagine Addie has to do a project at school. <laughs> but she goes, "Wow, sounds like a good teacher," and he says so confidently, "Oh, she is." Well, if she's a brand new teacher, how the hell does Greg know that she's a good teacher? Well, as we learned in another episode, I. He may be smitten for this teacher now, like his old math teacher. Well, at least we know he's not going to obsess about anything, because Greg never does that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is that foreshadowing, Jimmy? Maybe. Possibly. (laughs) Okay. Going on to season two. We open it. Scene two. I'm sorry. What did I say? Season season two? two. Sorry. Scene two. (laughs) We open to see Carol and Mike getting ready for bed. Carol, who is obviously reading up on the pilgrims, or at least that's what I thought when I when I was watching it, mm-hmm. is telling Mike that Plymouth wasn't their first stop for the pilgrims. Mike already knew this because he's, of course, the smart one in the family. <laughs> he's a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carol begins telling Mike how Greg is, quote unquote, devouring history and how she thinks it's wonderful and starts telling Mike that she wishes there were more teachers like that. Talking about Greg's teacher. Mm -hmm. Carol is distracted by the sound of something. Mike realizes it's a typewriter and gets up to investigate. Mm. Mike is the sleuth. I I kind of get the feeling like Carol may have a crush on his teacher because she was really like... (laughs) Carol has a crush on... Yeah, because she was really super impressed that Greg has a project to do. (laughs) (laughs) Carol is always so observant with noises from around mm-hmm. house in bedtime. You know, she's always like, did you hear that? Is it kaboom? Did you hear that? I heard something downstairs. And Mike is <laughs> always oblivious. I don't know if he like enters this like, as soon as he lays down in bed, like his ears turn off. Like he can't hear the um, like sounds of like Bella Lugosi walking mm. around in wet sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he has no, doesn't hear it at all. Yeah. I don't understand Season or uh, scene three. <laughs> in the family room, Mike walks in to find Greg sitting at a typewriter typing away. After asking what he's doing, Greg tells Mike that he's working. Yeah, Greg tells Mike that he's working on a screenplay for his school project. Mike tells him it's great, and he'll send him to night school when he gets older. Which, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because, I mean, I don't know how it was. <laughs> Back then, but when me and you were kids, you went to night school because you didn't get your diploma. It's like <laughs> a GED kind like of thing. Adult ed kind of a thing. Yeah, but it was for people that kind of dropped out of high school. Well, I mean, yeah, that was one way of looking at it. But then when you go to college, you can go like anytime during the day. I guess. Yeah. Um, but for now, uh, Greg should go to bed. Mike seems inspired and starts typing away. Carol comes down and asks what's going on. And when she sees the script, she too starts giving suggestions. Alice, (laughs) who seems to be creeping through the window between the kitchen and the family room, comes up with her hair, I'm sorry, with her own, (laughs) with her own idea, but not before spreading face cream all over her face, suggesting a quote unquote red man comes out of the bushes (laughs) in this film, which first of all, I didn't know why the hell she felt the need to put the face cream on in the kitchen. Before talking, when she knew she was going to have a conversation, and Red Man, like, right. Mike loves the idea and starts the script all over again. Greg begins to get upset and announces, if anyone doesn't mind, he's going to bed and leaves while the other three continue to talk about, uh, talk about and write the script. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Whatever happened to that little red sexy like typewriter that Carol had? Like that was Carol's. Oh, I got you. But like he was typing on this like World War Two like yeah, fucking like yeah. big ass typewriter. That was is that broken. that wasn't Alice's typewriter? Was it that he was typing on? Oh, I don't remember. So that means the Y is low. The Y is dropped. Right? Oh. Well, I don't know if it was Alice's or not. I, don't I can't remember. Did we ever see? Yeah, we saw it because Jan typed on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I guess in this time frame, I guess the kids would probably have their own typewriter for school. At least, like, one for all the kids, you know, yeah. kind of thing? Maybe. I never really thought about typewriters. Is it, is it like, laptops? Like, you, there's not just one for the whole house. Like, everybody has one for them, I guess? Kind of, yeah. Is that how it was? It would be, like, a word processor. I guess. Or, I mean, like, a laptop? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Like, you don't have just one laptop for everyone in the house. You have your own, and your wife, right. your wife has her own. And yeah. Or, like, a notebook computer for school. Yeah. Hmm. How did, I don't know if you saw, but on the paper that was draped out of the typewriter, mm -hmm. how did Greg type that much when we only heard him typing for a little bit before they came down? Well, I, I don't know. I assume like he, the whole page was typing. Up. Yeah. And did you see his right margin? It looked like his right margin was all the way like to the end. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, especially for a script, there should be a one inch margin along the right and a 1.5 on the left. But Yeah, but he wouldn't have known that. He that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I can just say. Um, the actor would have known, but the character wouldn't have known. That's true. It's not like nobody on the show. We don't know how scripts look. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Script margins. That'll make it look more, more, you know, authentic. Yeah. <clears throat> Scene four. Which uh, another thing is. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is confirming some more of our conspiracy. Theories. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, if for those of you who are playing at home and following yes. along in the conspiracy theory. <laughs> Please note here that they're in the family room, and where is Alice peering in th from the kitchen? <laughs> yes. Yes, she does eventually come into the family room. Um, but but when she comes in, she completely distracts Carol and Mike with this scene idea. Yeah, yeah. And Mike immediately is like, oh, my God, this is a good idea. And he rips out the paper, and he starts typing again. Yeah, yeah. So he's totally distracted. You know, he's, she's like, oh, well, they're already in here. And they, they're asking an opinion of us. So I'm going to come in. To discuss my opinion better. And plus, if you notice, <laughs> I'm getting too into this. Did no. you notice that before she came in, it she was mean, under first the... Of all, you shut up. There yeah. is no too much into yeah. this. We're going to get <laughs> as deep into this shit as we possibly can. And you wash that whore mouth if you ever say <laughs> Before she walks into the room, it's yeah. under the guise of... And then a red man sneaks... From the bushes, you know what I mean, yeah. and that's that's what she says as she's walking in the room. Interesting. So it's almost like she's even saying, "Holy yeah. shit, I'm a sneak in here because you two morons are too busy, you know, typing about the script." Fucking pale faces, Boom. man. <laughs> Plus, I ain't never seen no Indian with face cream on, but whatever. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> the Indian has war paint. It's not face cream. <laughs> God, she's so dumb. <laughs> Good one, maid. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Scene four. We see all the kids outside constructing some sort of set for the film. And the first thing I thought of was, what the hell kind of budget is Greg working with? Because all there's a shit ton of plywood. Yeah. Like, shit made, like, per, like not professionally, but stuff that was spent a lot of, somebody spent a lot of time making. Mm -hmm. So where the hell did he get all this money and wood from? 
Um, I'll tell you what is from the producer, which is the producer is yeah. Mike fucking Brady. He can afford How'd they get shit? all that shit back to the house? <laughs> oh, well, Mike's got money, man. I don't know. He's probably just yeah. like, I want this, 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 20 people, whatever my son wants, you fucking But then again, if he's an architect, he probably knows guys. Hey, oh, can you bring me a bunch of scrap plywood and shit? Yeah. Some listener out there was like, you guys are more. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> he's a fucking architect. He's got right, access yeah. to all of this shit. That's true. I didn't think about that. He probably designed half of it. I mean, it's not a, he's not a contractor, though, but I'm sure no. all, a lot of his buddies are probably. I don't think he designed it because it would look better. True. That was a pretty shitty looking set. Greg probably did. Yeah. <laughs> Moron. Stupid. Alice walks in saying... Okay, yeah. Alice walks in saying how the kids have been busy little beavers <laughs> asking what one of the set pieces is. And she walks up to these stocks. Mm-hmm. Peter walks up explaining that it's stocks and that they are to put criminals in. Peter volunteers... He volunteers like the information how they'll get nothing but bread and water. Mm-hmm. Carol walked in explaining how the set looks like the real thing. <laughs> and that's, of course, what I thought. I thought, oh my God, they went to like Plymouth Rock for real. Oh, wait, it's the Brady backyard. <laughs> Never mind. Bobby asks if it looked like when she was a little girl. <laughs> Talking to Carol, does mommy does it look like when you were a little girl? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty messed cool. up. It was funny though. It was a funny joke. So Greg says that he borrowed the stock from school. Like, what yes. the fuck? Why did yeah. the school have access to stock? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> That's back when they used to spank little boys and stuff. And who knows, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, I asked uh, Dean Rogers. You know, hey, can we borrow the stocks you have in the back? Sure. It's probably in his office. <clears throat> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> That's yeah. weird, probably facing the other way, too, from his <laughs> desk, which is creepier. Probably came from the Brady closet. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Scene five. Now we see the family at the formal dining room table. Mm. Mike asks, asks, what's taking Bobby so long? And asks Peter to go call his brother, which he does right beside Mike, yelling as loud as he can. <laughs> so it's a classic gag, but it's, yeah. it worked. It was funny. Just then we hear Bobby yelling as if he's hurt. Like, help, 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 ow, ow. Yeah. Everyone runs to the backyard to find Bobby stuck in the stocks, which he somehow got in himself stuck in. Now, now when I first saw that, I thought for sure he was going to be like, Greg locked me in the stocks. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, too. But he seemed to do it himself. When Mike asks how he did it, he replies, I don't know. If I knew, I wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, the which fuck? I'm so glad. Like Mike asked the tough questions. You know, he yeah he wants to get down to this nitty gritty too. He does. All kinds yeah, of yeah. Shit. He's like, how the fuck do you even do this? Right. And he's like, what? You know. And so, like, did you notice in the beginning of that scene, like Mike does his cough? Like, <laughs> and I thought I was gonna be like another panic. Like, oh, oh, what's wrong, Mike? You're not feeling <laughs> well. Let's go to the doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, let's call the doctor. Do a house call because that's what you do. Yeah. It's like bend over. Let's take your temperature. <laughs> what? And uh, I just thought that was weird that, like, and they just kept it in, which I guess it looked natural. It flowed natural, but mm-hmm. it just was unnecessary, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that was kind of awkward. It didn't really work. Scene six. Mm-hmm. We see Greg, Cindy, and Carol in the family room. Carol is fitting a costume onto Cindy. Greg begins telling Carol how it's totally the wrong costume. Carol suggests that Greg at least let her finish 
finish the costume before he rejects it. But Greg, but Greg retorts, they didn't wear stuff like that in the Pilgrim days, only black and white. Carol explains how it's such a shame to not dress the girls up in color when they're using color film. Yeah. Like, did that camera even have black and white film? Like, you had one. What? Did, did you could, so you had to choose when you had Super 8 film, black and white or color? You had the option to. Really? Sure. Oh, okay. That surprised yeah. me. I figured they didn't even have black and white. Hmm. Mike enters saying hi, tries to kiss Carol, but gets rejected. I thought that I always I always get a kick out of when he gets rejected. He immediate, and I I, I kind of in the back of my head wonder like if he's like, okay, you know what would be funny <laughs> is if I come in to kiss you, but you reject me and I don't have to. <laughs> like wouldn't that be funny, guys? Why would I reject you? I know. Put needles in your mouth, because yeah, you are sewing, <laughs> and then it's like, no, no, get it because you're on the phone with your mom and you can't kiss me. Get it. Like, I think he throws those in there so you don't have to kiss a girl. Right. Um, he immediately, he being Mike, Mike immediately notices the costume and says how nice it is. But Greg corrects him saying it's not black. But Mike suggests a little bit of suspension of disbelief, citing that he doesn't believe everything Charlton Heston does and leaves. So wait, Charlton Heston didn't actually part the seas? Apparently not. Okay. Apparently he doesn't look like Moses either. <laughs> so why would Greg wait for Carol to complete an entire dress? And they go, no. Thank you. Yes. What's wrong with just like sketches and stuff like that? Like, hey, I was right. thinking about this. Maybe with some pink flowy thing here. You know, kind of like all my robes, you know. And, you know something. and then he'd be like, no, no color. Like, I want it to be very plain, black and white, traditional pilgrim look, you know. And then uh, she can go, all right, well, fuck me, right? You know. And then, so wait a minute, like, you don't do that with your kids? Like if I'm making dinner and I'm making mm-hmm. like spinach and onions and split pea soup. Yeah. And my kids are like, but dad, I don't like that. I immediately go, well, let me finish it. Let me at least make it before you decide. Like, no, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Right. I totally agree. Like, why the hell would you finish a costume if you already know he doesn't like it? <laughs> right. Hello. Scene seven. Sorry, I was reading. Scene seven. Out loud, Jimmy. Yeah. We now see Jan and Cindy doing a puzzle in the girls' room when someone knocks on the door. Cindy says they're busy, but Greg just walks in saying that he wanted to give them their parts for the film. Mm -hmm. Jan jumps up, excited, saying she wants to be Priscilla. Marsha corrects her, saying, sorry, Jan, I'm Priscilla. Mm -hmm. And an argument begins. Marsha is such a bitch. Yes, thank like, you. She tells Jan that she's going to be Priscilla, but it was all about how she said it. She was like, sorry, Jan, I'm going to be. And like she tells her, like, no, I'm going and to. And she acts like it's gives, obvious. Yeah, like, it gives her this horrible I look. get to play opposite of my brother in romantic role. <laughs> like, the hell? And she gives her this look like, I don't fucking think so. Right. She's girl. looking at her like, like, you skanky little bitch to think that you're going to be in this part and not me. Right, and then it'd be different. It says, uh, well, actually, I was hoping I was going to get that role. You know, then now it's like, okay, well, now we can discuss it. You know, instead of, she was like, no, you're a fuck, you fucking suck, and I'm the best, and I'm Marsha, and you're Jan, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like outside of the family, like 16 kids are going to see this. <laughs> Half of them will actually pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah. Cindy cluelessly says she wants to be Priscilla too. Mm-hmm. 
again, once again, she's acting like a five-year-old. <laughs> Greg puts his foot down saying he's the director and he makes the decisions. But everyone begins to yell right over top of him. Finally, Greg yells, knock it off, everyone. Marsha begins saying, if she's not Priscilla, then she's not going to be part of this dumb old play. It's a movie. Yeah, but I think she says play. Hmm. Maybe she says movie. I thought I heard play. Hmm. Jan and Cindy both join in saying they won't either. Greg just crosses his arm, says, oh boy, and exits, leaving the girls arguing. I was kind of impressed with Greg's skills where he was like, everybody shut up. And it's like, yeah. damn, everyone's a tight ship. Like, I, I was kind of hoping that he'd be like, shut up. And then he actually shut up and him go, wow. I, mean, I was hoping that little moment of him going, yeah. oh shit, you know. But no. Yeah, it's. Uh, Marsha's a fucking drama queen. So, yeah. anyway, moving on. Scene eight. And now we see Peter and Bobby in the backyard laying playing a very racist game of Indians. I've been trying to be more racist than you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll show you. I mean, all the stereotypes you can think of, all wrapped up in one. I know. I even heard one of them say, I bet you I can drink more than you and I'm going to open a casino. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah? Well, how? And he's like, well, like, it? no, I meant how. And he holds a hand. No, I'm trying to keep going. <laughs> Oh, now I'm being. Who's being a racist? I bet you now? I'm going to come over here and work really hard and be a doctor. Oh wait, that's not. Never mind. That's wrong, a Indian, wrong, Indian. Yeah, wrong Indian. Wrong um, Indian. Or technically, it's correct Indian. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, where were we? Okay, playing a very racist game of Indians. Yeah, Peter pretends to shoot Bobby, who's carrying a hatchet that apparently he looks like he made out of scrap wood. Yeah. Um, but Peter shoots him with a bow and arrow, and Bobby dies. Very dramatically, which I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah. Greg says he's there to give them their parts for the play. They both say how they both want to play Indians. Greg once again puts his foot down and explains they're both going to be pilgrims, but they disagree, saying they're both they both want to be Indians and begin playing again. Greg looks frustrated. When did all the kids become entitled assholes? I don't know. I thought that was a new trait, but apparently that shit happened <laughs> in the seventies. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute, we were born in the seventies. Crap. Does that mean we're entitled assholes? Um, probably. It's our show. We can be what we want. That's true. So. Yeah. But if anybody says that, I'm just not going to do the same one. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there, ladies and gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Okay, or ladies. <laughs> Never mind. <clears throat> Scene nine. nine. Mike, Carol, and Alice are in the kitchen helping Alice put away groceries. Well, really, Carol's helping Alice put away groceries and Mike's getting a drink out of the fridge. Right. And Alice is helping Alice. Yeah. They all three are praising Greg's teacher how wonderful an assignment this is. Mm-hmm. Alice jokes, saying she doesn't know how the teacher would take their, I guess, their compliments, saying they're used to getting knocks these days. Yeah. I, guess, I don't really know what she means, but okay. I guess like an insult or they're used to getting know. criticized, I guess. I guess. Mike does a SpongeBob laugh. <laughs> 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 how does that go? How does one do a SpongeBob laugh? Well, you don't know how SpongeBob laughs? I can't He's like, think ah. so. <laughs> he does like a little tiny SpongeBob laugh. He's like, like the beginning of a sponge, like, yeah, you know, anyways. SpongeBob, I'm like, keep doing like he has like a, ah, yeah, 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 yeah but he whatever, does like the, just the first little warble. Anyways, I gotcha. Listen to it, guys, and, and tell me if it sounds like SpongeBob. Right. <laughs> just then, Greg enters the room. Mike immediately begins to tell him about this great idea he had. For the hard winter park, 
with Carol and Alice joining in. Mm-hmm. But Greg begins to just walk away. Mike yeah. picks up on Greg's disappointment and asks him what's wrong. Greg begins to explain how his brothers are assholes. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but that's basically what he says. And his sisters are arguing over who's going to play Priscilla. Carol and Alice begin to give their unsolicited opinion on who they think should play it. Alice, well, huh? Yeah, I was going to go into it. Like, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that I, I think it was, was it Carol or Alice that suggested is Marsha ready for such a romantic role? Right, right, right. I was like, what the fuck? It's her brother. <laughs> That's gross. Like, well, I don't know who's the opposite of this romantic role. Maybe it's it, Greg. Maybe Greg's behind the camera. So well, I mean, we know it. it's not anybody from school. Right. So. The only people in this movie are the family members. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I technically, they're not, they're not Yeah. So, anyway, so there's like, well, I don't think, well, I think, I don't know if Jan, I think that was a, Jan is mature yeah. enough yeah, yeah, for the yeah, romantic. Yeah. And then, you know. I think it's opposite of Peter, what it ends up being. Maybe. And then, um, something about, you know, Alice says, well, I think Marsha is or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, dang. And then I was like, oh. And then she said something about, what did Alice say? Something about me or something. You know what it is. What? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alice and Jan have a lot in common. They get along a lot. Right? <laughs> right? Yes. They're both middle sisters. Yeah. Um, now, Alice is dating Sam the Butcher. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, but the but Sam, quote unquote, is a very non gender name. Let's just throw that out there, right? <laughs> I mean, we've seen Sam. So. Well, we see somebody that she calls Sam. True. Okay. <clears throat> so I got a feeling it wasn't so much like I don't know if I don't know if Marcia's mature enough or I'm Jan's mature enough. I think it was more. Uh, uh, I don't think Jan's mature enough for <laughs> that kind of. Like, I don't think Jan would have liked playing opposite of a guy. Like, I think Alice is trying to look out for her because they share a lot in common. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or That's maybe she's opinion. like, didn't want to see Jan in that role. Like, no, like Jan's jealous. totally wrong for that. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. And then she's like, what do you, well, I think Marsha would be good in that role, you know? And then it's like, oh, mm, mm. interesting. And then maybe I could somehow play a man in it and be opposite of Marsha. <laughs> And they're like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Oh, but it happens. Yes. <laughs> and then I could play opposite of Mike Brady, and then we can hump. No, sorry. <clears throat> okay. So Alice begins explaining that oh, she... Wait, hold on one more thing. Yes. Sorry. Did you notice that like when Carol was helping her put groceries away, yeah. Carol was just bringing two boxes of things <laughs> at a time. So it's like, here I couldn't read any labels, but it's like, two. here's two boxes that are... The size and shape of like a cereal box. Right. Here's two boxes of this and walks it over to Alice. She puts it away. <laughs> and then a minute later, she walks back and brings two different same boxes, cereal type style boxes, walks them over to Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the hell? It's like a weird way to put away. I understand production wise here, have them doing something as they're yeah. talking. But I, but I think storyline wise, it's, yeah, made, I'll help. <laughs> Here's. Two a box boxes. of cereal. There's <laughs> two boxes. Yeah. That's how you get out of work. It's just exactly. Like, yeah. Fuck it, just leave it and go. I exactly. will put it away. Yes. God. Alice begins explaining that she should play Priscilla because she was in a school play. 
And that's her argument. Yeah. Um, what's the term she... I was 34 and 43, but no, maybe I was 43 and 34. I think that's... Um, I have. I think in New York, that's how the schools are called. I think. I think she's referring to what schools that she. P thirty four. Yeah. Thirty eight. I think those are school names. I don't know, but and I know the other one's a year. So it was like, I was P thirty four and thirty eight, or was it P thirty eight and thirty four? Um. <laughs> What's great about this scene is we get to see how much of a bitch Carol can be. <laughs> oh, how and so? she doesn't really say much. Right, because yeah. at that point, Alice begins explaining how she should play Priscilla because she was in a school play. Mm-hmm. The look that Carol flashes Mike is just like, please, like this bitch thinks this she bitch. can play Priscilla. <laughs> right. Like yeah. it's such an obvious look that she gives. Right. Like my note here says, uh, Mike, damn. Yeah. Alice requests to play Priscilla because she has experience. Yes. In playing. Uh, not just Indians, but also in uh, performing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike says, oh, man, you know, we should play be Carol. Yeah, Mike immediately picks up on the look that Carol gives. Yeah. So he's totally like, yeah, Carol should play her. Alice laughs, <laughs> citing that Bobby would be opposite of her. And, of course, Carol, who kind of, she kind of, I kind of got the feeling that she was, uh, she kind of had her feelings hurt, mm-hmm. uh, explains that Mike was only trying to help. So she's like, well, he was only trying to help. <laughs> now she's all embarrassed and shit because she wants to make out with her son. <laughs> Greg then starts venting, saying he doesn't want help. Yep. He's getting taken out of everything he wants to do, mm-hmm. and he wants to do everything himself because it's his project. And if he and if he can't do the film, if he can't do what he wants, then the film is off and he leaves. Like he's, he, It wasn't just if this is what happens, it's off. Well, at first it was. Yeah. At first he's like, if I can't do what I want, then the film is off. And then he's like, you know what? On second thought, screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah, it is off. Wait a morning. We're home. done. Which I, in that point, I agreed one billion percent with Hell Greg. yeah. I was like, he's fucking right. Like, yes. These people are being like assholes. And this is his project. He's the one being graded on it. It should be all his ideas. And he's not overreacting. And, I, well, he might have been a little bit by killing the project mm-hmm. so quickly without going, look, Fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you, you're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. You know? And I love how butthurt the adults look. <laughs> it was great. Wait, I, I would love it if you'd allow me to be in charge. Can I do that? <laughs> Can I get, have your permission? <laughs> so yeah. that is where we come up to our first break. Ooh. I'm sorry, our second break. See? Yes. See? This is why I write next in capitals yeah. in, our, in our little script here. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. So the girls are being selfish over who plays Priscilla. Their parents are sort of taking over the film, and Greg has just pulled the plug on the entire thing. Mm-hmm. We will be back. Hey guys, if you love a very Brady podcast, then go online and check out the Tee Public merch store. They got everything in there. They got t-shirts, coffee mugs, uh, hoodies, stickers, magnets, uh, pillows. And there's so many different t-shirt designs to choose from, from tanks to v-necks. 
If you want it, they got it. So go on there, check it out, order a t-shirt today or a magnet or a sticker. If not for yourself, get one for that Brady Bunch fan in your life. And guys, let me tell you, I ordered a couple of t-shirts to come in so I can check out the quality myself. And I got to tell you, I'm quite impressed. And I'm a bit of a t-shirt snob. It's got to be just right, the right thinness of material. Pretty similar to like like t-shirts that you get like at Target. It's very thin, very comfortable material. These guys over at Public definitely know what they're doing. And you want to talk about t-shirt colors? Of course, I only wear black all the time because it's slimming. But you can get pretty much any color under the sun. So go online to the Public merch store. The link is in the description of this episode. And always remember, have a sunshine day. Kept in suspense there for a second. I, know. I was like, what are we doing next? Oh, we're back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Jimmy. Yes. It's time for some trivia. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, it's finally my turn. To provide you some trivia questions about the episode. Damn. <laughs> we are just... I can't think of words now. Something about like turning things upside down. Topsy turn. I don't know. Something sort of that kind of wording would be funny there. Had I thought of it, but I didn't. So I dropped the ball like a Brady joke. <laughs> okay. So I got some trivia questions for you on this particular episode. Those of you at home who watched the episode... Please feel free to play along. Of course, yes. we can't hear your answers. If they shout loud enough, you might. Maybe try it. <laughs> We're going to go with the honor system here. So yes, yes, yes. if you get a 100%, send us a message. Yeah, of course. Definitely. We'll, get, we'll give you tell, a shout out. Exactly. We'll give you a shout out on the air if you got That's 100%. Right. Remember, integrity. So, yeah. All right. Question one. Yes. In the season two, sorry, in the season two intro, right during the theme song, yes. What color? The way you're saying this, you're like, I already fucking knew. I was already paying attention <laughs> to the whole thing. What color is Peter's shirt? I do have some uh, A, B, C, or D answers um, here. Blue. Is, do you want to hear the? Yeah. I mean, not that it's going to change because A, blue, B, green. C yellow or D white? I thought like a light blue. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Really? The correct answer is yellow. Well, the same thing. Yellow and blue are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're both primary colors. Yes. Are they? Red, yellow, blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> question two. Dos. What did the Pilgrims stop off at first before Plymouth Rock? There's uh, not multiple choice here. They say it several times, too. Connecticut? Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. The correct answer is, very specifically, the tip of Cape Cod. Where's Cape Cod? <laughs> <laughs> 
And we all know, you know, don't you remember from back in the day? I mean, I, it, it started with a C. I can't, I can't just, I mean, I'm not trying to do anything. Everybody knows from back in the day that obviously Cape Cod is in, I know it's up in the Panhandle, Jimmy. Do you remember where it actually is? No. It's in Massachusetts. Duh. Oh, Don't you remember that? I, I see. I get them. I get that in Connecticut confused. Well, they're both in New England, so. Yeah. I'm just saying New England. It's, it's like a whole grab bag New of England, all the states yeah. up there. <laughs> oh, you meant what they stopped off first. The, you know, they, they made a short stop in Connecticut. Yeah. The question was, where did the pilgrims stop off at first before Plymouth Rock? Before Plymouth. I thought you meant after. Never mind. Okay. On the way back? Yeah, yeah. No, they stayed there. It was yeah. clearly shown in the movie. Right, right. But they had to go look for something. They thought they dropped it. <laughs> I'm going to mark that as wrong. Okay. Number okay. three. How many times did Peter mistakenly shake the snow box? Uh, three. Is this your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. The answer is four. Really? Four? Oh, That's yeah. That's not time. counting the last one where. Uh, anyway, the word where there wasn't any in there. Right, That's right, not right. counting that one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So what are, where are we at here? You got. I got zero. 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 Completely <laughs> zero. All right. So the next one is worth double points. Oh shit. <laughs> Question four. What year did the Pilgrims set sail? This is multiple choice. A, 1640. B, 1620. C, 1492. Or D, 2010. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not really one. Uh, D, 1520. I'm going to say 1640. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Also incorrect. Damn. Correct answer is B, 1620. I almost picked that one, too. Uh, all right, so this last question five is worth quadruple points. Okay, cool. <laughs> In the last scene, right. what is Greg's newest movie idea about whom? <laughs> I'm sorry about the background. Um, it's about the um, the Revolutionary War. Whom? Oh, whom? Whom is it about? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know he said. Yeah, they did. Just think about Revolutionary War. Who was pretty? George Washington? No. Excuse me. Cut that off. (laughs) No. Correct answer is Paul Revere. Uh, I may give you a half point for that. If I gotta give you six points, it doesn't matter. You still doesn't matter. You got still failed. Half one right out of five. So you go. So if you did better than Jimmy Klein, then I watched this episode twice in a row. Did watch it twice. Because I'm here at your house and we watched it together both times. Yes. And it's kind of funny to do oh, Anyway, so that's the end of trivia. Yeah. And trivia. You know, we did actually watch it twice. And what's funny about that is, like, we'd always want to comment to each other, like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, save it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> there was funny. a few times where I had to go, get, mm. never mind. <laughs> yeah. When we left off, Greg is upset and has canceled his film. Let's see how the Brady's handle things, shall mm-hmm. we? We hear that iconic, everything will be okay, Brady Bunch music. <laughs> Like everybody knows what I'm talking about. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 
as we see Carol and Mike enter the boys' rooms and apologize to Greg, saying that they were trying to help. Mm-hmm. Greg then apologizes for, quote-unquote, popping off like that, which I think he was in the right, but okay. Yeah. And we hear Mike do his first dad joke, <laughs> which is awesome. They both begin agreeing with Greg, realizing it is his first, it is his project, and that they... Hold up. You're not even going to say the dad joke? I, I, I didn't Our listeners are like, I know, I didn't write joke? it down. Oh, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something of using the word popping off. Is it okay to pop off at your pop? And oh, that's right, of, yeah. And then he giggles at his own joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similarly, it's totally how, a dad joke. how you giggle at your own like farts or whatever. I do, yeah. I totally giggle at my farts. Like, <laughs> but no, you're right. Yeah, he said, he said, sorry for popping off like that. And he's like, especially to your pops, because <laughs> I'm a pop and you pop that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they both begin agreeing with Greg, realizing that it is his project and that they will support him by ex- explaining to the other kids that it is Greg's project and that he's the boss and they'll do whatever Greg says. Greg immediately gets happy and relieved. So it's kind of funny. It's like Mike says that he'll pass the word that Greg is the boss, but yes. like, doesn't that make him like not the boss? Like, like I could say <laughs> you're in charge. Everybody. He's in charge. You know, it's like, well, it sounds like you're in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And if you don't listen to him, then I'm going to get, I'm going to come over and yell at you. Like, well, then you're, so you're he's not in charge. charge then. You are. <laughs> right. And it was kind of funny. I don't know why I have this written down. I wrote down Brady porn. Why did I write that down? Probably the music. No. Huh? It's something to do with what, I think it was like, oh, because he was like, it's your project. We'll do whatever you say. And I was like, ooh, Brady porn. You know, that's good. That's awesome. I think that's what I was thinking. We are now treated to a montage of everyone working together and getting all the sets and all the sets and the props and the costumes ready for the filming of Greg's film. Mm-hmm. And this was done like a little bit like uh, Benny Hill style. Yeah. You know, a little bit of fast forward and yeah. Dan, 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 Dan. You know, <laughs> didn't play that, but why yeah, was there so nice. many? Tilted camera angles. It was just trying to make it fun. That's called a Dutch angle, but it's not really used for that. <laughs> Typically, Dutch mm. angles are used for like to show confusion or to show right, like, right, Twilight right. Zone to use it a lot and stuff like that. Um, but they use tried to use it in a goofy way, which doesn't really work. Yeah, I don't know. It looked more like a like a home movie kind of. It did, yeah, yeah. It looked <clears> weird, but but yeah, I wrote down, folks, we got ourselves a montage. Boom. <laughs> we now see everyone outside and in costume. Cindy is being put into the stocks by Bobby. Bobby and Jan begin to perform their scene before Greg is ready. Greg then starts explaining to them that they can't begin until Greg has yelled action. Once Greg yells action, Peter yells even louder, saying his lines. Once the action begins, Mike interrupts the scene by quickly getting outraged from everyone else in the family. Wait a minute, let me go back. (laughs) Once the action begins, Mike interrupts the scene, but quickly gets outrage from everyone else in the family oh, yeah, yeah. saying that he is supposed to be letting Greg do this. Mm-hmm. But Mike puts his foot down and insists saying, if Greg doesn't listen, there will be no film because Greg's the boss. Right. Turns out Craig left the lens cap on. Oh, <laughs> silly goose. Silly goose. Everyone laughs, including Greg. So yeah. I thought it was good that Greg laughed because yeah. it would have been bad <laughs> if he started crying or something. Mm-hmm. How the hell <laughs> was Greg seeing anything with the lens cap on? 
Okay, so the way these cameras work is typically like with our DSLRs that we have, right. when you're looking through the lens, you're looking literally through the lens. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it goes right through it um, with mirrors or sometimes there's no mirrors, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but with the Super 8 cameras like that, you're actually not looking through the lens. You're looking through an eye hole. It's almost like a gun. You're looking through like like a sniper rifle. You're okay. not look, literally looking through the barrel. You're looking just above hmm, that's through like a scope, I guess. And uh, so it would be completely clear, but you, you can have a lens cap on there. So okay. that's kind of how these... Uh, I have written down here, what the fuck kind of filmmaking is this? But that's before I realized that there wasn't any audio being recorded. Oh, um, um, so I was going to ask about the sound, but you know, so that model did some super eights actually did record audio, but that one definitely did not. Hmm. So I don't know why I know so much about super eight cameras, but you had one. Well, I had one, but I mean, I learned recently over the past few years, I don't remember even why I was looking into super eight camera. I think I was just curious, like, I wonder if I can find one, like how cool would that I be? I see them in Goodwill and stuff all the time. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can find film anymore. I'm sure you can find film somewhere. You can still find film from like I have an 1885 uh, Eastman up there, and I, I can that. still get film for that. So it's so funny. Like years ago, I was like trying to think of a Christmas gift for you. I was like, how cool would it be to get you like an old fucking camera, mm -hmm. like from 1800s, if I can find one? And then I had no clue that you already had one. Oh, because <laughs> you never ever told me about. Hey, look what I got! Like I just happened to come over and see it. I was like, oh shit, he's already got one. <laughs> Oh, damn it, I was going to look into that. I've got an antique uh, Polaroid camera as well, and I can still buy film for it. But it's one mm -hmm. of the real big kind with the accordion lens that comes out and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I can still I get lens, about, I can yeah. still get um, film for it. How cool is that? But yeah, I was also looking at, well, we're going to talk projector later once we mm -hmm. get to that. But because um, we used to have like an old reel to reel projector as mm -hmm. well to go along with Super I remember, yeah. And um, like it's hard to like, <laughs> I was even looking into like shit, like how cool would it be to find like, Star Wars, like on film, mm, like mm. to play in a projector, like the yeah. old, like the big fat, like thirty-five millimeter, like films. Yeah, but those and, things take up like half a room, <laughs> and they're also expensive as hell. Right, right. Even just trying to find like Star Wars, there are there are out there, but they're like thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And a projector too is also really big and very expensive as well. So. I was like, but one day, how cool would that freaking mm -hmm. be to have? You know, like, hey, you want to watch original Star Wars on film? Like, and then yeah, yeah. and just fucking play it. That would be so awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Anyways, <laughs> <clears throat> scene thirteen. We now see a different scene when mm -hmm. Greg yells action. Alice comes out playing a guy. Uh huh. Yeah, we just talked about that. <laughs> Greg yells cut and loves it. He then begins explaining that the next scene, we will see Indians. Bobby and Peter pop up from the bushes. When Greg tries to confirm that they know what they're doing, they say, attack the fort. Mm -hmm. But Greg tries to explain that they are friendly Indians and that they come in peace. What? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. I'm juvenile. Come in peace. Come in peace. Yeah. <laughs> they come in peace. That's some crappy Indians right there. Like, it's like, damn it, we can't have any peas at Thanksgiving. I feel like there's still some listeners out there going, I don't get this. What? <laughs> but I will help them out with the story. Okay. So, <laughs> this was so awesome. My son, I think he was like 12 at the time. Not that he's, he's 13 now. So, it's not like this is like years So, this ago. is way back in the way back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was 11. It might have been closer to 11. Anyway, we're sitting at home. Me and him just got done eating dinner at the 
coffee table because I'm a single dad and it's just the two of us. So we eat dinner in front of the TV, you know, right. and, uh, and we had peas. And then as I'm like, okay, can you take your plate, you know, to the kitchen? And so he does. And, um, and then he always seems to leave shit on the table. He can't just like take it all in one trip and just be done. Mm-hmm. So he took his plate to the kitchen, comes back. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, well, you still have your paper towel sitting here. You still got a fork sitting here. And he starts to walk away, and I was like, wait, come back. And he's like, what? I was like, and now, look, now you got a pee right there. You you got a pee on the table. I was like, look, you got a pee on the table. And uh, he looks at me and goes, what? I was like, what? You got a pee on the table. And he was like, what? And I'm like, what is so confusing? You got to pee on the table. Like, what? Like, I was not figuring it out. He was not figuring. He thought it literally meant you got to pee on the table. <laughs> and then we both realized it at the same time. We were like, oh, I was like, no, you can't. And we both lost it. We're crying, laughing so hard. I was like, you have a pee on the table. And he was uh, like, oh. But funny. the look on his face was, he was just like looking down the table, looking at me. What? Yeah, yeah. So, as they said, uh, I, they come in peas. Yeah, they come in peas. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My dad used to say, um, my mom used to have, you know, peas at dinner and stuff. And mm-hmm. and if we had, like, let's say meat and potatoes and peas, mm-hmm. he would say, you know, eat all the potatoes and pea on your plate. Or eat every potato and pea on your plate. And he <laughs> thought that was the funniest shit in the world. He'd eat every potato and pea on your plate. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay, moving on. (laughs) When the boys try to protest that they want to attack the fort, Carolyn might come in supporting Greg, explaining that's not what Greg wants. Bobby then asks why we needed Indians then, and Mike explains that the Indians were friendly at first and that they didn't start fighting until their land was taken away. Mm -hmm. Bobby then asks... You mean the pilgrims took away the Indians' land? Hmm. Moron. Yeah. yeah. No, you're Indian. <laughs> no, don't you see all these vast areas of Indians now? Mike <laughs> seems to feel like he said too much. That's the feeling I got. And tries to explain that they didn't take much of it. Greg then begins to agonize. It and organize. <laughs> it does say organize. Yeah. Oh, did you mean agonize? Sorry, no, Greg. no, no, no. Greg then begins to organize and direct the next scene, finally yelling action. Mm-hmm. The scene begins, and we are shown how the Indians have entered the village and are peaceful. As soon as Alice's character, who is a male pilgrim, mm-hmm. realizes they're peaceful, she exits the scene and begins changing her costume for the next scene. Off camera. Yeah. Alice enters the scene dressed as a female pilgrim, but with a mustache. Greg yells cut. Alice finally realizes what she did and hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. <sighs> yes. So Carol was churning butter and staring right into the camera. <laughs> so basically she was churning butter and looking right into Greg's eyes. Yeah, but she was really acting her ass off because that must have been really good smelling butter because she kept licking her lips. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that was about. And I, you know, so if you, you always hear the rumor about how Barry Williams had a crush on Florence Henderson. Right, right, right. I think you can see it, like right here is when it blossomed, when it began. 
because she's like churning that butter Hell and yeah. looking right into Greg's eyes. And so just, I, I took it as the girl that played mm-hmm. Alice had yeah. a crush on Brad the cameraman. What's that? I, I, just, I totally made that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, Never mind. Morris Anderson churning that, looking straight into Greg's eyes. <laughs> he was just like, oh shit. Oh damn. I think the- later he's like, Director is like, I want you to go back and do what you did before. Hell yeah. That was really good. Do that again. Give me the butter, baby. Give me the butter. It <laughs> <laughs> feels like corn. <laughs> do we, did we really need to see Alice change? <clears throat> well, I was just trying. Well, I mean, you didn't see her like down there, like her skin. Yeah, but I mean, but. okay, as soon as she went off and changed. Yeah. Immediately, we were like, obviously, she's going to come on dressed as a woman with a mustache. It would have been funnier if we camera, like studio yeah, camera, not exactly. Greg's camera, followed her off to see that she's changing, and right. then cut back, and then have her walk into the yes, shot. Yes, yeah. I agree. They have a comedy. The the comedy timing on that was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I think Mike was using a real axe. Oh, I don't know. Like I some of the attention. safety stuff in this episode. I was too busy was watching Florence Henderson <laughs> churn <Yeah>. butter. <laughs> but I, I do. I think Mike was using a real axe, which kind of because at one point he has to like get the axe unwedged from the 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 wood. Which oh. <laughs> like why would you use a real axe around six children? Well, I mean, it's, he's, it's his kids and it's his house. His but axe. I mean, on set, why would you? I don't know. <laughs> so. But then, yeah. So you're talking about. Sherwood Schwartz yeah, using yeah. a real axe. I was right. referring to Mike Brady using a real axe, but mm. I see what you're saying. Play okay. within a play confusion. Yeah, right? So confused. Okay, scene 14. We now see the next scene. Oh, sorry. Back oh, up one more time. Yes. <clears throat> so Bobby and Peter do get to play Indians. Yes. Just like they were whining and entitled yep. fucking tantrums. Because they're guys. <laughs> because they're guys. But they still got what they wanted. Right. You know, there wasn't like five Priscillas on the set. Well, I'd like to know who the hell was going to play the the Indians then. Yeah, Greg. I <laughs> know. No. Like no, so there's going to be no Indians on the first Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm playing John, whatever, and he's playing Odor Kirk. What did he say? I don't know. Like Outer Box or something. <laughs> they kept using proper names, which yeah, it was know. like you're going to play John Hale and you're going to play Otter Box. I'm like Otter Box. They said names like that. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sure there's somebody out there listening, going, "You guys are fucking. You don't know this story. You don't know what Otter Box is." Sorry, I wasn't in elementary school anytime recently. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know that shit. Like. <laughs> That was so funny Because that really is the only time we learned about that Well plus half the shit they talk about is wrong Sorry I didn't get a degree in third grade (laughs) Watch a documentary on 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 Discovery Channel Or History Channel about that shit And they got it all wrong anyways (laughs) Do we really even know what really happened? Hell no Okay We now see This is scene 14 Yep We now see (laughs) Peter on the roof or at least on some kind of ladder suspended between two A-frame ladders, which yeah. once again, hats off to Sherwood Shorts on that, you know, crack fire safety crew he's got going on <laughs> on the set of the Brady Punch. Um, <clears throat> he has a box that he's holding with holes cut into it, mm-hmm. and he's going to use it for snow, which I've seen, I've actually seen this method on stage used. That this yeah. exact same method method he's using, mm-hmm. and that's exactly how they do it. They shake it, although they don't rattle it back and forth like he was doing. It's a back and forth motion. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, 
He shakes it to show that it w- what it will look like. Mike wonders what they're using for snow, and the kids explain that they spray-painted cornflakes and mashed potatoes. Yeah, my original notes were saying, and they were like, well, that's expensive flakes, and all the expensive flakes, like potato well, the flakes. Paint. Potato flakes are like, you can get like a pound for like 40 cents or something like that. But then the second time watching this episode, they said they had like 10 boxes of cereal. And then, of course, the paint. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe they're right. That is That's expensive. the cereal Carol was helping with. Oh. oh that makes total sense now. They were, they were cereal boxes. So they had instant mashed potatoes back then. <clears throat> they what? They had instant mashed potatoes back then. Yeah, I think those have been around since like World War II. Oh, really? I don't, know. Okay. I don't know. Um. Which, by the way, have you ever had instant mashed potatoes with the flakes? And mm-hmm. It's actually not bad. I no, that's like what it. my wife buys a lot of times. But if if we make it for the family, mm-hmm. we make it legit. But sometimes they sell like like they have these individual servings of like macaroni and cheese, rice, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff, and they have mashed potatoes like that too. Yeah, I actually like them. Um, but if it's like for Thanksgiving, then I make it from real potatoes. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for like a meal or something, I use potato flakes all day. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good stuff. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> Greg wrangles everyone back together and begins to explain how the next scene will go. He also reveals that Mike has been put into the stocks for stealing food. He does his second dad joke, shame, asking, shame. why don't they just eat the cornflakes? <laughs> Greg tries to get everyone back on track, but Alice begins explaining how she cooks spaghetti and meatballs in an oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally confused me. She's like, by the way, I got I got lunch in the oven. They're like, oh, well, what are we having for lunch, Alice? And then she's like, spaghetti noodles. Like, <laughs> okay, whatever. Spaghetti meatballs. <laughs> and they all they don't just like, oh, cool. No, they'll go mm, and rub their bellies and lick their right. lips. Mm. Meanwhile, Greg is like, we shut the fuck up about spaghetti. Like, yeah. I'm trying to get to this fucking scene. Like, I can I can picture baked ziti. Yeah. Baked. Yeah, yeah. CD, but I've never heard of baked spaghetti meatballs. Maybe that's a thing, but it's a shame we don't have anybody here that studied culinary stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's the same process. I mean, you could do it. You it's could. It's the same I mean, thing. It's pasta and meat. So right, but I mean, I guess you could technically prepare it like baked ziti. Yeah. But that's how losers do it. I don't know why you would. I don't know. Yeah. But Greg raises his voice saying, let's get on with the show. Right. But just then, the snow begins to fall. Mm-hmm. Greg gets frustrated and yells, stop the snow. But Peter explains that he thought Greg said snow. Mm-hmm. Greg gets, gets exasperated. Mike realizes Greg is getting frustrated and asks what's wrong. Greg starts to explain that he's trying to make a movie, but everyone wants lunch and Peter just wants snow. Just then, the snow starts to fall again. Mm-hmm. Mike gets mad and yells at Peter to stop. Like He legit gets pissed. <laughs> like He looked like he was trying to hit him with his hat. Yeah, <laughs> he got pissed. Yes, were you fucking knocking on yeah, the right? goddamn snow? Yeah. Carol takes Greg and starts explaining how it's been a long day, and that after the scene, maybe they should break for lunch. Greg is like, "Fuck you, we're doing this," mm-hmm. and begins directing that scene yet again. Everyone seems to do the worst job of acting cold I've ever seen in my life. Like they <laughs> suck. They're like, "Burr." And when Greg wants the snow, mm-hmm. the box seems to be stuck. When Peter tries to fix it, the entire box of snow falls and goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, like, Peter's a fucking moron. First yes. of all, yes, yes. Because anytime any words sound like snow, snow, like, do you see a fucking camera rolling? Do you see me holding a camera and saying action? Right. And then now, go ahead with the snow. Like, right. No, you don't see, like, he's fucking stupid. Like, how do mm. you fuck that up four times? I'll never know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought, particularly the actor, yeah. and he seems like such a cool guy, but no offense, but this was Careful. a pretty, this Careful. was a pretty poor acting okay. job I'm, and I'm not I'm, I don't know if he was maybe scared of being up on that ladder maybe but it just didn't it wasn't very believable yeah I'm not trying to be offensive maybe <laughs> he just maybe he was upset because he had to sit on the ladder the whole time maybe his butt was hurting <laughs> I don't know but but yeah <clears throat> and were they fucking with Greg there they have to be because they were like oh yeah what, what'd you make for oh mm, rubbing their belly and like and Greg's like okay we need to move on and they seem like oh Alice remember that time you made and then Greg gets fucking pissed and you hear Jan go like oh my god like what's your fucking problem right, like, right. and he's like I'm trying to get like fuck the Brady's like I would have been like you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm recasting every single one of you yeah and then like except for you Florence Henderson but I mean, you're gonna turn that butter baby <laughs> They've only shot like three minutes of footage, like, and it's not like they have these big elaborate set changes or lighting to deal with or sound to deal with. They've only been shooting for like twenty minutes. Yeah, good luck finding it. Like, yeah, the pickups will take about two minutes. Right. <laughs> so it's like... Okay. Uh. Scene fifteen. We now see Greg setting up a film projector on some books. And mm-hmm. I put in there. Maybe it's a magic video. <laughs> Wait, what? Maybe it's a video about magic with a Super 8 camera. Maybe a wizard. Oh, <laughs> oh I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. What, did I, what, was, what was the name of it? Uh, the something wizard. The wacky wizard. Yeah. Yeah, and something. as soon as I saw the swings at the beginning, I'm like, ah. <clears throat> <laughs> The wacky wizard, yeah. <clears throat> the camera pans out to see the rest of the family around him in the living room, excited to see the film. Mm-hmm. Alex walks in with popcorn ready to watch the film. Greg excitedly says, wait till you hear the music and narration I recorded. And the first thing I thought of, the, the music starts and it's this grand, you know, orchestral music. Like, how the fuck did Greg record that? Well, it's more like big band type. Like, yeah, but uh, like stuff you there's hear, like, no way in hell Greg recorded that. Like, Okay, so. I was expecting like a Casio keyboard or something, but no. What I'm thinking he meant by... Uh, his actual line was the music I recorded. So <clears throat> I think he meant like with the tape player, <clears throat> like a tape player, and then like recorded the the music like off of maybe a record or something like that, and recorded it into as part of the film. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like he like set up a whole like big band and like <laughs> and like okay, you guys ready? Got the mics and you know. That's like me saying, let's try this pizza I made. It's like, well, you didn't make this, Jimmy. It's from Pizza Hut. But I made it come into my house. Like, well, it's not the same thing. You can't really make that claim. Right. Um, so I thought I was going to get him. <clears throat> we then see Greg's title page, mm-hmm. Our Pilgrim Fathers. Mm-hmm. And then the next page says, or through hardship to freedom. Yeah. I was wondering about the two title yeah, things. Where I was yeah. in, or... I get that. I never understood uh, that. But I mean, the second one, through hardship to freedom, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But 
Um, it's not just it's just not written very well. But anyways, and then the next page says written, produced, and directed by Gregory Brady, mm-hmm. not Greg Brady. Gregory, but Brady. was it really written by just Greg? It was written by like I thought it was written by history, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're gonna have these people. We're gonna call them pilgrims, and we'll have these people. Ooh, ooh we can call them Indians. Like <laughs> no, apparently I mean, he wrote all that shit. Okay. <laughs> was it Mike like behind the typewriter and just did it? And they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> true, yeah, yeah, and we could do this and like it was a collaboration. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Greg said fuck you guys and started his his probably just his over his own script, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But after we see these title pages, everyone cheers. (laughs) We hear Greg narrating on the film about the pilgrims with a model of a pilgrim ship in a swimming pool, which I thought was kind of funny. What was that? He begins explaining. Oh yeah, and then. When you see this like ship model ship in, the, <laughs> yeah. in a pool, it looks like yeah. I think Bobby says that looks real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even catch that. No, he said that looks real. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even catch he that. Goes, no. Wow, that looks real. Or somebody said that looks really good. Or I think Mike said that looks really good, Peter. Or whatever his name is, Greg. <laughs> and then <laughs> Bobby says like it looks real. Like, like what do you mean it looks real? Like it, yeah, it looks like it's a like real a, model. Looks real shit. Pool. Sorry, that's me. Which uh, I was really kind of disappointed they didn't use actual Super 8 footage here. Yeah. As you're watching it, it would have been so much cooler. And it might have actually looked better, I think. But yeah. Well, I mean, modern day, they could digitally do it and make it look Super 8. But well, yeah, they didn't have that back then. So I think they shot this show like on 35 millimeter, most likely. And that's probably what they just kept using. He He begins explaining. That they ran into storms, and we see the little boat bobbing around in a swimming pool with waves rocking it back and forth. That looks real. Yeah, yeah, that's the real part, yeah. <laughs> we then see a slow motion sequence showing how cold the winter was for the pilgrims. Mm-hmm. And we see Carol completely overreact- overacting. We then see the snow falling onto the family in slow motion, the big giant thing of snow that falls yeah. down. Next, it switches to a dramatic scene where Peter dies and Carol tries to do CPR on him before her and Alice die themselves, which I thought was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, very silent movie. I, I thought this whole sequence was very silent movie-ish. Like, yeah, if it wasn't you know in mean? slow motion, it was like fast yeah. forward. We next see the Indians. We see the Indians talking to the pilgrims and seeing their first Thanksgiving. We see everyone stuffing their faces with turkey and corn. Lots of corn. Like every other shot was somebody eating corn. I don't know why they use so much corn, but everyone is laughing and loving Greg's film. We then see Mike's character leaving on a boat to go back to England asking if anyone wants to join him, but nobody wants to. We then see the little boat passing the opposite direction once again in the little kiddie pool. We then see a very strange scene of the family dancing in slow motion before finally seeing the end on the screen. Everyone claps and cheers. <laughs> I think Greg was going for the, like he said, the weird artsy film. But yeah. I, I, don't, I guess I don't understand it. I don't. Groundbreaking. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like what he was forced to do is like with that big fuck up that Peter did with dropping way too much snow at the end. So Peter, you know, Greg was like, you know what? I think I can still use that shot. And then yeah. slows it all down. Talks about it was a big, huge blizzard that came <clears throat> and slows it down. So there's that. 
So he got to use that shot, which right. was good. And then, <clears throat> sorry, of course, Mike says, hey, that looks pretty good. You know, um, and he's like, well, yeah. And then I think he just experienced, experienced, experimented more with slowing it down, speeding it up. I don't know. Hmm. It was that Benny Hill moment, too, with the whole people are dying and CPR. So... Was the shots in the kiddie pool the quote-unquote special effects he was talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't remember him saying, like, oh, I did some special effects. Yeah. I think it had to have been because there wasn't anything else. God, I hope so because I didn't see anything else. Yeah. A, a, a few things that irritated me a little bit. <clears throat> okay. One, we get to see how much of a bitch Alice is in this and how petty <laughs> and and selfish she can be when the kids are trying to show something off. Because homegirl brings in... <laughs> Two bowls of popcorn for fucking six kids. <laughs> yeah, knowing that Peter's gonna or Bobby's gonna be up running around trying to get bowls of popcorn. <laughs> like and they spilled like half of it on the floor. Yeah, she could have easily gotten six bowls because you know they got six bowls and <laughs> yeah. gave him each some. But instead, being the butthole she is, she had to put two big bowls out, knowing the kids are gonna fight over it. So I thought it was kind of a bitch move. <laughs> Second, how did Greg edit this? Yeah, I, I thought of that as well. I don't. Like it involves a back whole then, editing, it a lot suite. of cutting and all that kind of yeah. stuff, and yeah, looking that little hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, unless maybe his right. school did it, uh, but no, because he got the camera from his dad. Uh, true, unless unless he's part of the AV club at school, or I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, and during the during the time they're watching the film, the yeah. family themselves is giving the worst commentary I've ever heard. <laughs> like they're mean? just saying very generic crap. Yeah, like, haha, like you see shots of them cracking up. What the fuck are they laughing at? Why, why are they laughing so hard? Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing funny going on. It's <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know if they're laughing at his film or what. But then, besides that, like, they're just a lot of like, just generic rambling. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at me, ho oh, ha, huh. good one, Jam, and a lot of that kind of yeah. stuff. And it's so terrible and awful. It's almost distracting from Greg's film. I felt bad <laughs> for Greg. You know what I mean? Even like, uh, I remember there being a shot of. Bobby laughing and then pointing at the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you pointing at? That's kind of equivalent to like that you like to bring up about, you know, the old in movies, people watching boxing. Yeah. And like, like doing boxing motions with their hands. Like, Nobody okay. does that except no. in movies. So yeah, those, those things kind of bother me a little bit. <laughs> uh, Scene 16. All right. We see Greg coming in the front door, home from Gross. school. I'm sorry? Gross. <laughs> Uh, yelling mom dad he announces that groovy teacher (laughs) gave him an A on his movie Carol and Mike congratulate Greg explains that she didn't think the movie was great but she thought it did a good job of showing off how difficult it was for the pilgrims yeah what the fuck I know so I thought about this. So how like how did that conversation go? So Greg is like, so do you like the movie Groovy Teacher? And then Groovy Teacher is like, uh, not really. Um, and he's like, I don't understand. You know, I worked hard on this. And she's like, well, I mean, the ship didn't fucking look real. Right. Uh, there was no historical historical accuracy in any way. Um, your uh, was like your woman had a beard. Like there was like slowing down, speeding up. There was no story there, and the snow looked fake as fuck. Like mm-hmm. and like 
but you get an A for something. I don't know. I, it just seemed that's weird. Like, why would a teacher yeah. say I didn't like it? Right. But you got an A. I think I'm wondering if this was a case of, you know, the powers that be edited this thing together. Mm-hmm. All the crew from the Brady Bunch watched this and fucking laughed their asses off because they thought this shit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, look how bad this film is. Huh? And then they threw in this joke. Mm. Oh, yeah. The teacher said the film was bad, expecting everybody to fucking crack up. But it's you're talking about a child's film, man. It's not funny. <laughs> There's nothing funny about it. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of a jerk move on the teacher's part. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would have been different if she said the acting was bad. Or if she was like a film teacher. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she's not. No, she's a history teacher. Yeah. A history teacher and didn't even assign a film. Right. That's just something, a way he chose to do the project. Right, right. And he worked and really hard on it. He worked hard on it. And there's like sets built. There's fucking this. There's yeah. that. There's editing professional shit. They, made, happened they here. made costumes. Yeah. And yeah, they literally hand stitched yeah. all this shit. And then he's like, did you like it? She's like, not really. But you get an A for effort. You know, like, there you go. Like, you fucking bitch. Like, exactly. You're not yeah, like, yeah. you're not even like a film teacher. Like, if right. you were, then okay, yeah, let's break it down. Like, this if Greg was in sucked. college and he put that shit out? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Let's break All it right. down. Yeah. Even a history teacher would be like, come on, man, you're in college. <laughs> <laughs> you can put this shit out, really? But he's, he's what, like in middle school? Uh, I think it's eighth grade. We maybe, weren't putting out shit ninth. like this in eighth grade. <laughs> like, we were still doing stupid shit, like, Let's make something disappear. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) we're like the fifty foot baby. Remember that film that we did? Yeah, that's the crap we did. (laughs) All right, scene seventeen. Yep, we see Greg and Carol in the family room. Mm -hmm. Greg enters, explaining that they're studying the American Revolution, and that he was thinking. He then goes into explaining his vision on his next. I wonder how I can make her churn butter for this one. (laughs) He then goes into explaining his vision on how this next film is going. I'm sorry, can go and how the house could look different. Look like different sets in the movie. Mike and Carol nervously try to stop him, but Greg continues on and exits talking about the front porch and how it could be Boston Harbor. Mm -hmm. I don't see it, but okay. (laughs) Carol and Mike agree that he could do another film and we are treated to the finale dad joke of Mike. Mm -hmm. What happens when we have the, have to film the entire civil war. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, Greg is obsessing about something. (laughs) Why would Greg want to even fucking work with his family again? I have no idea. I think that's maybe the joke. Uh, I think maybe I don't know unless he's like some sort of a masochist or whatever and enjoys pain or he's just stupid. (laughs) Hmm. So that was it. That's That's the the entire show. Yes. All right. All right. Huh. What are your top five takeaways? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was interesting. That was good. Mm -hmm. I always think that when they. When they always have a film within a film yep. in Hollywood, they go one of two directions. They either make the film ridiculous, like no student could ever make this film. Right. Or it looks like 
a blind person put it together. I mean, it's either <laughs> horrible or it's amazing. There's never an in-between. Hmm. Good point. Like, I've never seen in a Hollywood film, like a high school kid put together a film and be like, yeah, it looks like about what a high school kid would do. It either looks like an elementary school kid did it or it looks like something Hollywood would put out. Hmm. But, anyways. Hmm. Yes. So do you have anything you want to throw out or discuss before we leave? Uh, not, not that I can think of. Cool. Just, okay. Uh, bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always want to say this at the end, but I always forget. Like, you know, we had a good time here making fun of the show, but we do yes. enjoy the Brady Bunch. And this is for fun and to be taken uh, very tongue in cheek. <laughs> so, um, so don't, uh. Don't get pissed off if you, if you I mean, tell I mean, a bad joke or a bad pun or, or make fun of somebody on the show. It's all done out of love, just so you know. Well, that and, um, you know, like the jokes we say, <laughs> making fun, Yeah, uh, they're not that funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like we're not <laughs> we're not doing any groundbreaking. You're helping the show right now. No, but I mean, we're not doing any groundbreaking stand-up comedy. You know all what right. I'm saying? Like. And it takes a good two hours to put these synopsis together. Yeah. So my point being is, why would we sit in front of a TV for two hours watching the same episode mm-hmm. for this level of humor? <laughs> Unless we really like the show. So. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. All right. So I guess that is it. I guess so. Let's, cool. Uh, next, time we, uh, next time you hear us, uh, Tack will be back in Virginia. I will be back in Virginia. Yes. But it was fun. I have been Jimmy. I have been Tack. And this has been a very pretty podcast. See you. Bye. Hey, I want to thank my guests one last time for stopping by. And come on back here every Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Hey, go ahead and check out AVeryBradyPodcast.com. If you ever wonder what I look like, I got pics up on there. You can also see pictures of our past guests as well that have been on the show. Read little bios about them. And you can contact me at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email, any questions you have, or maybe you want to tell me that you hate a certain episode. Who knows? Or even give me a call and leave a voice message at 804-446-1901. Again, that's 804-446-1901. Leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show. You can also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com. The link is in the description of this episode. Join in on the conversation in the Facebook group. It's called a Very Brady Facebook group. So get in there, get on the conversation, post memes. I don't care. Just don't be a racist. And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. I'd certainly appreciate it. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash a very Brady podcast. Until then, I've been Tack, and this has been a very Brady podcast. Have a sunshine day. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.